Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. The Lonely Ones, written by underscore underscore dash underscore 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 dash 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 underscore. Part 1. They had all heard similar stories and mythology, as would be expected for connected cultures. The trouble came when planetary cultures made contact and exchanged history with the celestial neighbors. That was when the scholars took notice and the theory of alien creation left the realm of crackpots and crazies. Everyone had astonishingly similar names for them. The Lonely Ones, the Ones Without Company, the Exiles, the Eternal Wanderers. All the names revolved around beings the only thing to exist. All the stories about them were about the sadness and loneliness, and they all ended the same way. When you are ready, we will know. That scared many, and there was a resurgence in religion in many cultures and subcultures. Were these lonely ones going to return to harvest us when we were broadcasting enough EM waves? Was that how they would tell it was time to harvest us? Scholars admitted that it was a possibility, but were quick to point out that all of the stories about the lonely ones were about creating and nurturing. As one scholar put it, they were filling the void with life for no other reason than to spite the void and feel less lonely. The four worlds had come to call themselves the Lonely Inspiration as a collective, and their shared beginnings had inspired centuries of productivity and cooperation. It was around 500 years post-contact when the fifth group made contact. This group had no shared history of the Lonely Ones and found it absurd. They were also aggressive in trade and made many demands. The Lonely Inspiration were in no position to truly resist and granted their demands at first. It only took a year for the demands to turn into outright war, not for resources, as the galaxy at large was rich with them. This was about conquest, about lording over and putting lesser beings into their place. The aggressors took their time, intent on letting the worlds and cultures of the lonely inspiration experience how futile their efforts were and how hopeless their situation was. A decade had passed before something curious happened. A single message was received on every world of the lonely inspiration. Leave. It took their scholars some time to decipher it, as it was broadcast in the same manner the old tales were scraped and painted onto the rock walls. The aggressors cared not, and thought it was a desperate attempt at psychological warfare. Their reprisal was severe. As the reprisals reached their height, gravitational portals opened near each of the four worlds. They were seen as anomalies at first, and even confounded the aggressors. The anomalies continued to spring up, and an increasing number, until bright flashes of visible light reached the planets and drew the attention of every telescope. They were not anomalies. There were portals, and truly massive ships had passed through them. Ships that moved towards each of the four planets of the Lonely Inspiration. 
There was no communication, no declaration of intent, nor a repeating of the message from earlier. There was only destruction. The aggressors were outclassed, and if not, for well, that would have been utterly overwhelmed. For these massive ships did not come in the hundreds like the lonely inspiration, nor the thousands like the aggressors. They came in the millions. On the surface of the worlds, they were like gods amongst petulant mortals. They towered over the aggressors and the lonely inspired and appeared nigh invulnerable. But they were not without compassion. They did not commit genocide against the aggressors. Once their initial assault was done and the lonely ones were undisputed in control, they herded the aggressors onto their remaining ships and let them leave with a simple message. No. The lonely ones left each of the worlds with a gift. It was a craft of sorts, truly ancient, with similar writing and greetings spread across it. In addition, they left a message. We wait for you. Join us. The lonely inspiration were in awe from all that happened, and hadn't considered what the lonely ones might look like. That soon changed to astonishment as the identical gifts were analyzed and cross-checked. The lonely ones had left what they looked like, and what they sound like, and most astonishingly of all, where they were from. Some within the lonely inspiration were angry that the lonely ones left so rapidly, but they all embraced the inspiration and the challenge to meet the progenitors. As that same scholar put it, our parents just put the neighborhood bully in their place. Now, now they're teaching us to walk and are eagerly awaiting for us, with open arms on the other side of the yard. Part 2. Four planets and all their subcultures pulled resources for 100 years to solve the problem of distance and time. Generation ships were ruled out right away. That would be no way to greet the lonely ones in their own space. If the lonely ones' inspirations were going to visit mom and pops, they were going to do it in a fitting manner. 100 years was all it took with all their focused and pulled resources. A ship christened Lonely No More was the result of their resource and retoining. Representatives were selected from each of the constituent planets and were as inclusive as possible, taking cues from the message that the Lonely Ones had left with their gifts. True, the ship had only enough fuel for a one-way trip. It would have to refuel and try again, or hope the Lonely Ones were as merciful as they had previously been to make it back home. Despite the nature of the mission, there wasn't a shortage of volunteers. The lonely no more was gone for a week, a week in which the lonely inspiration breath was collectively held. It wasn't an experimental ship that returned, but one of the mighty vessels under the lonely ones. The massive ship entered orbit around the planet that had served as a launch point for the lonely no more, and deposited the ship safe and sound. Its crew were greeted as heroes, and celebrations throughout the lonely inspiration were held. But the crew brought more than themselves. They brought one of the lonely ones with them, one without its terrifying armor. It was not his size that shocked the lonely inspired. No. True, he stood easily twice the height of the tallest that they could offer. It was that he wept openly, and was not as divinely invulnerable as they had previously seen. His left leg was not biological, nor his left arm. They were replaced with what looked like robotic prostheses. 
His face and neck were marred with sharp and prominent scars. When he emerged, the crowd had a hush instantly spread across it. The lonely inspired to respond was a small child. He had a lame right arm, yet calmly approached the lonely one. She wrapped her arms around as best she could around his leg and spoke the most childish, if reassuring words. It's okay, lonely one. I'm crippled, too. He laughed a hearty laugh as he abruptly sat, propping the child on his lap. I do not weep for sadness, he spoke in his passive voice that had no trouble carrying the farthest observer. I weep for happiness. Without prompting, the lonely one launched into a story full of hyperbole and analogy. He wasn't just speaking to the maimed child in his lap. He was speaking to the lonely inspiration as a whole. It was a story of conflict and remorse, of loneliness and terror. He described how he had been present during the removal of the aggressors, and how proud he was for how the father lonely inspiration had come at that time. He continued on with more tales of terrors that he had encountered in the void. Terrors that could take the limbs of and scar the lonely ones. But he didn't dwell on the terror, no. He used it as a foil for his message. Be the wonderful and creative being that he had not become. The void may have turned out to be a cruel and cold place, said the lonely one, but that didn't mean that it had to remain such a morose place. That was when he activated a device. A device that showed an uncountable number of lonely ones in states of utter joy and happiness. Welcome! We encourage you to help us build the vastness of the cosmos with joy and camaraderie. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.